Warning, the Chaotic Culture Podcast is a program for mature audiences. The language and content presented in this podcast is of a mature nature that some audiences may not find suitable. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Grab your loved ones and bring them closer Extra, extra, read the poster The KKP is taking over Sleeping on me, better smell the Folgers I've been razor sharp since the Motorola Off the O, like the cover over Popping bottles, get all in the sofa It's a celebration, though the times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge But it's a celebration, times is hard It's raining blessings, give it up to God Chaotic culture, the greatest part We can't the pro, the one in charge We're living in a chaotic culture We're living in a chaotic culture episode with Nasa for her last live episode before she moves back to Colorado but with the incident happening in Texas I can't stay silent I just can't when will enough be enough when will enough be enough anyway good good morning ladies and gentlemen welcome to another edition of the chaotic culture podcast the pod with chaos rules and black culture is elevated and embraced this is your boy Ked the Pro and usually when I do a solo episode, I usually do it as a bonus. And I thought that with the incident happening in Buffalo at the Topps Grocery Store, that I would actually do a bonus episode and put it on the Patreon. So that way we can get started and get rolling with those bonus episodes on there. But with the incident happening at Rob Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, that clearly this deserves a full-blown episode, solo or not. I, I have to talk about this because this is getting too much. This is becoming too much. This should not be the norm. And in no other country is this normal. Yet here we are in the U.S. of freaking A. And it's like we've grown numb to Mass shootings. There have been more mass shootings in the United States than there have been days in the year already and still counting. What is the issue? What are we doing here? And I really hate to quote somebody else, but Senator Chris Murphy had it correct. What are we doing? Shoot, Senate, what are y'all doing? It is just so crazy. That conservatives in the past never used to be this big for the gun lobby, yet here we are in 2022 where conservatives and the members of the GOP will not budge 
on an issue just because of their standing with the NRA and their standing on the Second Amendment or what they interpret to be the Second Amendment. This is not what the Second Amendment is for. Now, I believe in gun rights. Do not get me wrong. I believe in them. But at what point do we say, is it right for an 18-year-old to be having a long rifle or an AR-style rifle? Why is it that he can't buy a Glock, but he can buy a long rifle? Make it make sense, yo. Make it make it make sense. It is beyond baffling that we have to deal with another tragedy. 21 people murdered at an elementary school. 19 of them children. This is Sandy Hook all over again. Children. I, I don't get it. And then the ops want to try and make it a mental health issue. So you mean to tell me that the United States is just this big outlier of mental health and not any other country in the world? That we have more mental health problems than anybody else we have more mental health problems than australia we have more mental health problems than the uk more mental health problems than germany than china than japan than norway than sweden than all the other countries in africa we have way more mental health problems here than any other country in the world is that what it is or is it that they have measures that keep weapons out of the hands of people who would do harm to themselves and others. But no, we have to believe in one sentence of the Second Amendment. I don't get it, y'all. I don't, I don't get it. How many more children have to die? How many children have to be emotionally scarred from doing gun drills or worse, having an incident like this. Maybe we do have a mental health problem because it seems that we're not willing to do anything to curb violence in our country when it comes to mass shootings. And all that's doing is hurting our kids and hurting us. Before I really get into this rant, though, let me start off by saying to the family of those who lost a loved one in the Robb Elementary mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas, and to the families of those who lost a loved one in the racist attack, racist mass shooting in Buffalo, New York at the Topps Grocery Store. My heart is with you. My prayers are with you. My condolences are with you. But I know that thoughts and prayers and positive energy isn't really going to bring that person back and isn't really going to solve the issue. I know that. But me as a podcast host, that's what I can offer right now. 
at least from this point. Now, what I can do afterwards, oh boy. Let's just say, of course, you know, thankfully my congressman is fighting for, you know, these common sense gun laws. He's fighting for common sense gun laws. I can't speak for my governor because Duncan is a POS. I can speak at least for the two senators in Virginia who are working tirelessly for common sense gun laws. But it just seems that no matter what, Congress will not act because the Republicans are not going to act. And then, unfortunately, we only have 50 votes. And maybe 50 votes plus the tiebreaker would be able to get something done if we eliminated the filibuster. But no, when it comes to eliminating the filibuster, we have two supposedly Democratic senators who won't budge. Which means nothing is going to get done. No matter how many lives are lost. No no matter how many little children are slaughtered they won't do anything because of the NRA lobby and because their constituents believe in 2A or one sentence in 2A and then don't get me started on the racially motivated hate crime that happened in Buffalo. I already mentioned it in the last episode that I was going to talk about it. But it's crazy that this ugly evil wrote a 180-page manifesto on great replacement theory and drove Hundreds of miles to kill black people. In my lifetime, I had thought that the incident at Mother Emanuel in Charleston would be a one-time thing. Clearly, I was wrong. And unfortunately... Because our country will not do anything to solve this issue, or at least start to solve the issue. It just seems like more of these racially motivated attacks are going to happen to my people. When will enough be enough? I really, really don't want to keep quoting Fannie Lou Hamer. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. But that just seems to be the norm now. The gun debate really should have ended with Sandy Hook, yet here we are, 10 years later. 
19 children dead. Two adults dead. And what do our lawmakers do? Nothing. There are a couple lawmakers who are making a plea. They're begging and pleading for something to get done. Yet, the opposition doesn't care. As long as their pockets are filled by the NRA, they don't give a damn. And definitely shout out to uh, the gubernatorial candidate, Beta O'Rourke, who actually confronted Governor Greg Four Wheels and said this is on his hands. And of course, his attorney general and all of them had the nerve to say, you know, don't politicize the situation. You're a sick son of a bitch and this is not the time for that and you're embarrassing. Man, shut the hell up. I'm really trying hard not to say the F-bomb. I'm sorry. I may end up saying a couple of four-letter words here. Mama, I'm sorry. But I'm really, really just so disgusted with the state of Texas. And with any other state that has these lax-ass gun laws that will allow for a situation like this to happen. Please tell me what is so bad about Universal background checks. What is so bad about red flag laws? What is so bad about psychiatric tests? Before somebody buys some kind of weapon or an assault style rifle. What's the need for an assault style rifle? That that argument that that argument of course can go on for days and I'm not the one to say that I'm the biggest expert on an AR fifteen, but it's literally like, why? Why? Why is it so easy for an 18-year-old to buy an AR-style rifle? But yet, it is so difficult for us to get baby formula. I know the answer to that. I Trust me, I know the answer to this. But still, it is so sick and twisted that we literally have to deal with this situation. I have a lot on my mind, and I'm really just trying to streamline what I'm trying to say because I have to say a lot. My cousin is a gun owner. I have cousins who are gun owners. I have friends who are gun owners. Yet they feel the exact same way I do. Well, let me not speak for everybody. But at least a couple of friends that I've talked to, they're just like, yeah, why Why is an 18-year-old allowed to have a gun before he's allowed to have a drink? Why not increase the age to 21 before anybody buys that kind of weapon? What What is wrong with that? You were talking about a weapon that could potentially end someone's life. And in the United States, has ended multiple lives. And yet, here we are. Once again, 
in the middle of another mass shooting. And the blowback of another mass shooting. Bear with me for a minute. Just bear with me. This is not easy to talk about. This really isn't. But once again, I applaud Beta O'Rourke for standing up. And I really hope that Texas will wake the fuck up. Excuse my language again. But I really hope Texas will wake up despite the laws that have that are suppressing their vote. I really hope that they find a way to get this man elected as governor because it's clear that Greg Abbott does not have your best interests at heart at all. I'm going to try and see if I can pull up the exact words of the Second Amendment. I just have to ask, is protecting the Second Amendment more important than protecting the life of a grade schooler? Someone in the first, second, third, or fourth grade. I'm going to read this tweet. Anyone who tells you the founding fathers would have chosen the second amendment over the lives of second graders is a sociopath. When the second amendment was ratified, it took an average of one to two minutes to reload a flintlock rifle for each shot. And do you know what else really irks me is that some people believe that the solution for these schools is to add more law enforcement and add more guns and to train more teachers to do this. These teachers are here to teach. They are not here to be a part of a war zone. They are if they wanted to do that, they would have joined the military. But to those who have this idea that. Oh, uh, a good guy with a gun would stop this. Um, did Unfortunately, did the good guy with the gun stop the racially motivated attack in Buffalo? Did law enforcement with guns stop this crazy deranged 18-year-old from shooting up an elementary school? No. Absolutely not. I don't know what y'all have about this good guy with the gun situation that stops bad guys with the gun. I don't know where that came from, but yes, I understand in some cases it can work. But in a situation like these, with an assault-style rifle, a potential body armor situation, you tell me what happened. Please, please enlighten me. It did not work. What makes you think... 
training a teacher or adding more fuel to the fire is going to make this any better. And are we really going to turn our schools into a, a fucking war zone? Is that what you're suggesting? Good God almighty. I, I need a second. It's crazy that we have judges and even congressmen who believe that the Constitution is not a living document. But let me read the words of a founding father by the name of Thomas Jefferson, who was also the third president of the United States. I'm not an advocate for frequent changes in laws and constitutions, but laws and institutions must go hand in hand with the progress of the human mind. As that becomes more developed, more enlightened, as new discoveries are made, new truths discovered, and manners and opinions change with the change of circumstances, institutions must advance also to keep pace with the times. We might as well require a man to wear still the coat which fitted him when a boy as civilized society to remain ever under the regiment of their barbarous ancestors. A, a slave-owning founding father said this. Let that sink in. This was meant to be changed the constitution was meant to be amendment that's why we have 27 of them and we can go into the argument of whether the constitution is really for black people but i'm not going to get into that discourse here i'm speaking in terms of just an average american why in hell would the constitution not allow for changes why would you believe that this document that was written in 1789 is the end-all be-all and no changes can be made. That the first ten amendments, the Bill of Rights, are absolute. It's, it's so mind-blowing that, that I have to even ask that question. Let me quote Warren Berger. The conservative Supreme Court Chief Justice, a former, you know who I'm talking about. Warren Berger was a Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice, I believe back in the 70s and 80s. The gun lobby's interpretation of the Second Amendment is one of the greatest pieces of fraud. I repeat the word fraud on the American people by special interest groups that I have ever seen in my lifetime. The real purpose of the Second Amendment was to ensure that state armies, the militia, would be maintained for the defense of the states. The very language of the Second Amendment refutes any argument that it was intended to guarantee every citizen an unfettered right to any kind of weapon he or she desires. It seems that... We always miss that very, very first sentence of the Second Amendment.
do do I need to read it for you? Because a lot of people just seem to read, oh, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Never mind that the first part of that sentence says a well-regulated militia. Keywords, well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. That goes hand in hand with the comments that Supreme Court Justice Berger just said. The quote that I just told you just now goes hand in hand with that. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Y'all cannot tell me. That having 18-year-olds purchase an AR-style rifle or, or an assault-style rifle is well-regulated. If it were up to every Republican in Congress and in Senate, this would be really and truly the wild, wild west. Everybody gets a gun. You get a gun. You get a gun. You get a gun. Because apparently in their minds, everybody has the right to own any kind of gun that they want and can do whatever the hell they want with it. Why is it that we cannot put these laws in place? Which 70% of Americans tend to agree. Common sense gun laws. Now, regardless of how you feel about an assault weapons ban, that's up to you. But it, common sense gun laws would be a start to at least get on the right path. But then you got those people who are on Twitter who's like, oh, well, you know, that's not going to stop a criminal from getting a weapon. Okay. Your point is what? So you mean to tell me that we just shouldn't have laws in place at all? So you mean to tell me, oh, well, Somebody's going to go over the speed limit anyway. We might as well not have speed limits. Or somebody's going to go driving without a seatbelt. We might as not have any seatbelt laws. Or someone's going to drink and drive anyway. So we might as well not have any laws that, uh, that regulate drunk driving. Or somebody's going to murder somebody, anybody. So we might as well not have laws to protect those that, are, that have been killed. That's what you sound like. That is what you sound like. Common sense gun laws are not the finality to ending these kinds of mass shootings, but it is a start until we can get to that final solution. It is the starting point. But it's like y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all have this, oh, ho-hum, it's just going to happen anyway. It's not going to stop criminals from getting it. Well, shit, if every state have these common sense gun laws, maybe, just maybe, we can start to actually close the gun show loophole and the black market loopholes. Maybe if we had a gun buyback program, that might actually start to close these loopholes that we have in our system right now. But it's like, y'all don't want to even try. And y'all are willing 
to let an incident like this happen over and over and over again. And then the the crazy thing about American exceptionalism is that it is no concern of yours until it actually happens to you. It's the same shit that was going on during the pandemic. It's like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, I didn't catch COVID. I'm fine. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. Boom, you catch COVID. Oh, I don't want to get a shot. Oh, what's going to, it's the mark of the beast. Shout out to Kendrick. And then, then you catch it. And now you're on your deathbed. But that's another story. But still, the the selfishness of Americans in general is crazy. It is absolutely crazy. I understand wanting to be individualistic or have that individualism. I understand wanting some personal free freedoms, but at some point, empathy and sympathy has to be had. Understanding that other people don't walk the same walk that you do has to be understood. But it's like y'all don't care. Oh, especially for Republicans or other people who are on the far right who have this general idea of rules for me or rules for thee and not for me. Excuse me. It's like all of, you know, I don't care about it. Oh, you should have followed the laws and such and such and yada yada so on and so forth, especially when uh, in regards to police brutality. But, oh, once it happens to you. Then you, you're turning heads like, why is this happening to me? No, no, this shouldn't be happening. But anyway, still, it just, it really bothers me that we continue to let this happen. It really bothers me that there are literal congressmen and senators who don't give a damn They don't give a damn. And the NRA is lining their pockets. Them lobbyists are lining their pockets. And the only thing they ever care about is absolute power. They don't care about helping the people. They care about helping these corporations, giving them big tax breaks, lining up their pockets, and pretty much making the United States an autocracy. Why? Because it means more power for them. There are some Democrats who kind of fall in line with that too. That need to be held to the fire as well. Don't get me wrong. Some of these Democrats waited way too late. Some of them. Now we have a lot of others who are in office now who are trying to make these changes. But it's like they waited too late to do something. And then, of course, there were a few laws that were made 
that did have common sense gun laws, but then of course we have the conservative Supreme Court. And don't get me started on that bullshit, man, because the the Roberts Court right now has done more to destroy America than any other Supreme Court ever. And it didn't help the fact that we didn't do what we were supposed to do in 2016 and let a madman get in office and put three super conservative, far-right, Christo-fascist judges on the bench with another Christo-fascist judge, with two other Christo-fascist judges, excuse me, and a conservative judge who is really just kind of like, I believe in precedent, but really agrees with the other five. This is the country that we live in now. And maybe America has always been like this. But from the eyes of a 31-year-old, this is tragic. I cannot believe that in my lifetime, there have been over 100 school shootings. In my lifetime, there have been over 100 school shootings. And in my lifetime, I can't tell you or I can't count on my hands how many hate crimes there have been. God knows, I, I don't even want to think about that number. But that is absolutely ridiculous. So for those of you who are actually listening to this episode, I hope that you don't sit still. If you have kids, please hug them tight. Because it seems that we're not safe anymore anywhere. We can't go to the movies. We can't go to church. We can't go to the grocery store. We can't go to school. Without fear of being a part of the next mass shooter. We can't go to a concert. We can't go to a music festival. Without fear of what might happen. As a Christian male, let me say this one time and one time only. Faith without works is dead. In this era, until the rapture happens, God is not going to come down on some high and mighty chariot and say, oh, I'm destroying all of this evil. Until the rapture happens, that's not going to happen. It is our job, one, to not only spread the gospel, but two, to also be sure that we stop things like this from happening. Thoughts and prayers will only go so far if we don't put in the work. Prayer does work. But if you don't put the work behind that prayer or the work behind that faith, you are going to get absolutely nowhere. In some instances, 
God may just work in your favor without you having to do a thing. In most cases, that is not how this works. At all. And until Jesus comes back, it's not going to work like that. Please protect your family, guys. Do what you can to protect your family from things like this. I'm trying to find the words to say right now to truly express my sorrow. But I am so numb and so tired. I really don't know how to explain it properly. I can't convey the amount of sorrow and grief and anger that I have. At least not properly. I'm trying to do it through this platform, but... Please, please, please bother your senators, bother your representatives, send letters, call their phone numbers, march, be a part of a community organization, do something to make sure that this positive change happens. Because if we do nothing, it'll just keep getting worse and worse and worse. Regardless of how you feel about voting, vote. I said this in a, two episodes ago or three episodes ago. Voting should not stop. You can't just vote once and expect things to change or things to happen overnight. Because the ops have been doing that for years and they continue to vote until they finally got what they wanted. We have to do the same. But we have to put in more work. We have to get more people registered. We have to go out into these communities and show that there is true strength in our numbers and in our voices. And I'm not just talking about general election. I'm talking about voting for councilmen, voting for school board, voting for mayor, voting for sheriff, voting for your state reps, voting for your state senators. And then we can worry about the national elections. But it starts with you. And it starts with you not sitting at home just watching it all happen. We can no longer stand by. We can no longer sit idly while us as African Americans and young children are being slaughtered. We can't stand by as other people lose their lives to this 
senseless gun violence. When will enough be enough? What will it take for us to go out and make these changes? What will it take for us to keep these weapons out of the hands of people who wish to do harm? Another point that I wanted to make in regards to that is that there were a few people on Twitter who said that these laws would never work again because of the black market and because of the gun show loopholes and because of whatever the fuck. Well, she's it can't work for the United States. Well, please tell me why is it working in Japan? How is it working in Australia? The UK, Norway, Sweden, Germany, France. Seems to be working fine in these other countries. Why the hell can't it work in the U.S.? You go anywhere else, they're not dealing with this. They're not dealing with this. And if I'm from one of those countries, I don't know if I would ever want to come to the United States for fear that I might either get racially profiled by the cops, get slaughtered in a hate crime, or lose my kid to a mass shooting. And and God forbid if you're a Muslim the hatred towards Muslims, the hatred towards uh, Mexicans and Latinos, the hatred towards any other people that is that are not well, you know. It is just so astounding. I may have triggered some people in this episode. I don't care. I want you to be triggered. If you have a problem with what I say on this platform, cool. You don't have to listen. That is fine by me. But if you agree with everything that I've had to say in this episode. Just know that we cannot sit and stand idly by while more of our children get killed senselessly. We cannot stand idly by when guns get into the hands of racist individuals who want to slaughter us so that their people can thrive. We cannot stand idly by as abortion rights get consistently attacked. We cannot sit idly by as our friends in the LGBTQ plus community get attacked and harassed. And we cannot sit idly by as we as African Americans continue to suffer anyway y'all I don't want to take up too much of your time 
I usually post on Wednesdays. I'm going to post this on Thursday, obviously, because I'm recording on Wednesday. The next episode that you will hear after this will be with the crew again. Hopefully, we get a chance to say goodbye to Nasa before she flies the coop. And I hope that everyone listening to this episode will do something. I'm hoping that everyone in this episode will go out and fight for common sense gun laws and put the right people in office and find ways to stop attacks on our women our friends in the LGBTQ community and just one another especially as African Americans we must continue this fight and I know that we've been fighting since the day we were brought to this land but we have to keep fighting for us for our friends I really hope that we can continue fighting for us in general but also know that this fight extends to the friends who truly believe in our causes and truly want to help us as well anyway y'all I think I'm going to go ahead and end the episode today Try to keep it at 45 minutes. Be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at Chaotic Culture Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Chaotic Culture Pod and follow us on Twitter at Chaotic underscore Culture. You can follow me, Ked the Pro, that's K3D the Pro, on all social media. You can follow Miss Nasa on all social media at underscore call me Nasa. And you can follow Law on Instagram at l.jr underscore 96 and on twitter at law 96 underscore please be sure that you subscribe to our patreon account that is patreon.com forward slash chaotic culture pod and you can subscribe on any of the four levels it does not matter which one we thank you for your support to our black businesses our black content creators and our black podcasts we love y'all we appreciate y'all y'all have heard of the list multiple times please be sure that you go to previous episodes and check them out and that is a wrap for another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. My hearts, my prayers, my love goes out to the communities that are afflicted by another senseless mass shooting. And I hope that all of my baby cousins and all of the children at my church and all of the young people that I know, I hope that you continue to stay safe. It is a dangerous, dangerous time in America. It was already bad enough for us as black people. But it just seems that because we don't do anything about these gun laws crazy people will continue to do harm to our communities
But anyway, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. As always, embrace the culture, chaos rules. Be blessed, be safe. God is love. Deuces. Look, it's chaos in these streets, so let's talk about it, please. Let's hold some conversation. You see where I'm coming from. Yes, it's so amazing. Go on here, get comfortable. You can grab a seat, take a load off your feet. Yeah, welcome to the table. We don't tell no lies over here. This ain't no fable. We just live our lives over here. We ain't no angels. We just shine our light over here. We got the power. Uh, we just showing love over here. Cause everybody needs some. Yeah. And we don't 